0: Knowledge is the fuel that powers intelligent buying and selling. So get a quick recharge with me, Ron Edwards, Master Sommelier and Director of Wine Education for Winebow, Fine Wine and Spirits. Welcome back to WineSmart. Today we're going to talk about an appellation in Columbia Valley that needs your attention and is getting a lot of attention. Royal Slope AVA. It's a sub AVA of the overall Columbia Valley, and it was established in 2020. Now, it's not a new area for vineyards it's just a new AVA. It actually started its plantings in the 1980s. It has some fame and fortune for sure. The first 100-point Syrah to come out of Washington State came out of the Royal Slope AVA plantings. It sits between the Frenchman Hills, which is a ridgeline on its north edge, and the Saddle Mountains to the south. Its neighboring wine regions to the north is the cooler ancient Lakes AVA, and to the south is the much warmer Waluk Slope AVA, and it's just beyond the Saddle Mountains, and the Ancient Lakes AVA is just beyond the Frenchman Hills to the north, so they're all very close together, but they have pretty different climate expectations. The western border of Royal Slope is actually the Columbia River, and the eastern border is where the ridge of the Frenchman Hills ends. Then when you're heading down slope away from the Frenchman Hills towards the Saddle Mountains, the AVA ends at what is called Lower Crab Creek Coulee, or a coulee is a ravine, and uh, that marks the southern border. Royal City is the only municipality in the area. It's a small town. Uh, It's 154 miles or 248 kilometers east-southeast of Seattle. And then it's 134 miles or 216 kilometers southwest of Spokane. So if that gives you an idea of where to look for it on the map, there you go. There are 156,389 acres contained in this AVA. That's uh, 63,288 hectare. It's a big place, but it's not monoculture. It's not just viticulture. There's a lot of other farming that goes on. There's orchards and other food crops grown there, and so Only 1,900 acres of the 156,000 is currently planted to grapevines. That's 768 hectares. All right. So Royal Slope is a geologic formation on its own. It's basically a ridge of basalt bedrock from a distant volcanic past, which was pushed into a ridge by a fold in the surface. Now that fold belt is called the Yakima Fold Belt, and I'm going to talk about that right now. So the formation of the Columbia Valley, long before the Missoula floods shaped it and reshaped it, um, was based on volcanic activity in the Cascades and in the Rockies. During that period, the bedrock of basalt was laid down. Now, Columbia Valley happens to be a plate sitting between two plates, one around the Canadian border, one along the Oregon border, and it's being squeezed between them. Now, the plate at the Canadian edge is a much harder plate, and so the compression is forcing the Columbia Valley area to absorb the impact. And when it absorbs the impact, it created those folds in the surface, which we'd see as ridges and hillsides. That's the Yakima Fold Belt. And it's really key to quite a few of the AVAs. Ten of them actually have one of the ridges from the Fold Belt as part of it. The names, at least, that you should associate with the Yakima Fold Belt. First one, obviously, Royal Slope. Red Mountain, Rattlesnake Hills, Candy Mountain, Horse Heaven Hills, Goose Gap, Snipes Mountain, Wallook Slope, the Beasley Hills section of Ancient Lakes, and Yakima Valley in general. That's a lot of our sub AVAs that are really oriented around this geologic formation that makes these south facing slopes that really become great for viticulture. And Royal Slope is no different. It's a fully south-facing slope on this ridge. The backside of the ridge is not planted to viticulture at all. All right, let's remind ourselves about what happened after the folding action and that's the Missoula floods. Okay, so this was a series of floods from a glacier lake that's basically up in Montana. The ice dam breaks, a bazillion gallons of water and rock and all kinds of crazy stuff come flying down into the Columbia Valley. All the way down into the Willamette Valley, as a matter of fact, and slosh around and make dep- deposition and erosion. So the majority of Columbia Valley wine regions are below the flood level, meaning they are a product of basalt bedrock with deposition of Missoula flood silts, cobbles, sands, and then after the floods dried out, wind-blown lus of uh, sand and and silt, blown by the wind, gets put in on top. In the case of Royal Slope, because it's planted all the way up to 1,756 feet above sea level, even though it starts at 610 feet above sea level, it actually is above where the Missoula floods maxed out. So the Missoula floods maxed out at 1,200 feet above sea level. And so 500 plus feet of the Royal Slope Appellation is what we would call ancient soils. In other words, untouched by the Missoula floods which means they're shallow lus on top of the basalt bedrock, which is a very unusual thing for most of the other Appalachians because they don't have vineyards planted high enough to get above Missoula flood influence. Because of the plantings all the way to the peak and because of where the lower slope starts, you have an opportunity as a viticulturalist to experience different geological formations and then at the top an actual ancientness to the geology. And vineyard managers state that the old original ancient soils at the upper elevations produce a very different result even for the same grape variety than the Missoula flood-driven soils lower down. Take that geologic variation and now let's add the elevation range microclimate variation that we're going to get. Because we have a 1,100 feet of elevation that is being traversed in this slope, That in and of itself means from bottom slope to top slope on any given day, there's a three and a half degree Fahrenheit difference, which means over the course of a growing season, the number of growing degree days or heat summation units at the top of those vineyards at the top of Frenchman Hill is going to be very different than down at 610 feet of elevation, which gives you a chance to grow different kinds of grapes and at different ripeness levels. The other beautiful thing about this slope is that it creates a drain for air. So when cold air comes in, which it gets very cold there in the winter and it has problems in the spring sometimes with cold air, that cold air can run right off the hill down into the uh, ravine that's at the bottom of the Appalachian and take the cold pressure off the vineyards, which is very important because Washington State can experience killing cold and you want that cold to sink so that you don't have the uh, vine mortality. And then in the spring, Because there is a risk of frost, even though this is an arid climate, frost is a problem. You want that air to sink away from your vineyards. So when you look at the Appalachian as a whole, it accumulates 2,900 growing degree days, which is region two in the Winkler Index, which would be compared to Bordeaux or Kunawara in Australia. But that's the average. And we already know from what we've talked about so far that there's 1,100 feet of slope in this Appalachian, as well as undulations in land and a few other things and Air movements, etc. So there's no way it's the same everywhere in the Appalachian. I mean, it's 30 miles long, for goodness' sake. However, there's a big blessing here because because you can get different enough growing degree days that you can have a variety of different kind of grape varieties. For example, Aaron Morrill of Guard Vineyards talks about making sparkling wine at 10 and a half percent alcohol by volume, and then 200 yards to the southeast, making beautiful Cabernet Sauvignon. You know, that's like two football fields away. You go from probably 2,500 growing degree days into something more like 3,300 growing degree days. Now you've moved from moderate region two into region three, comparable to something like Margaret River. That's really unique and wonderful. And one of the reasons that some people think that Royal Slope Appalachian has the highest potential in all of Columbia Valley. Now they make wine there, so they're probably a little prejudiced, but at least it points to great potential. And that diversity really, of course, then speaks to a diversity in grape varieties grown. And so you could say it's experimental. You could say it's the nature of the vineyards. I think it's both. But there are 20 different grape varieties planted within this AVA. 66% of them are red varieties. 34% are white. Which means that, wow, I can make great wine out of both red and white varieties in one AVA. That's wonderful. There's a lot of respect given to Syrah here noted the first wine to get 100 points out of Washington State came from here because it comes with this savory note that bounces out the fruit. Cabernet Sauvignon grown here will be a little bit fresher and brighter, definitely be less powerful than the Wallouk Slope, which is just to the south. Uh, Mike Janick of Janik & Novelty Hill says that the reds from Royal Slope have a lot more color than you might expect. And, uh, you know, Chardonnay from here will have this beautiful fruit, but have a pleasant tart backbone to support it. And that's the way it goes with Sauvignon Blanc and other grape varieties as well. Several vineyards inside this appellation have fame and and fortune already, and they've been the source of highly acclaimed wines, and so you should be familiar with them. The first one is Stillwater Creek, which is the primary source for Novelty Hill wines. There's Lawrence Vineyard, which is actually a collection of sites, and Stone Ridge Vineyard. You may indeed see each one of those names on wine bottles, so keep an eye out for them. There's only one bonded winery in the AVA, it's Foxy Roxy, but a broad range of wineries source fruit from here and make wine in their own facility. And just to name a few would be Novelty Hill, Janik, Gard, Bear, Alarum, and Matthews. And there are more. Make sure you check out the show notes because I put some links in there to wines that are proud of their Royal Slope AVA heritage. Until next time.